Hello and welcome back to another Player 2 review discussion. And again, I'm joined by Player 2 legend and editor-in-chief Matt Hewson to discuss Deathloop. Yes, we're going to loop some deaths. Yeah. Um, you and I both received a code. Thank you very much to uh, Bethesda and uh, Power Up Locally and uh, Doug and Jaden. We, we shout them out on the show now because they're awesome. And uh, Doug, just in case you're listening, Matto's name is... Matto, not Phil, but it's all right. He'll he'll lean into the jokes on Twitter as long as he can. Um, we're reviewing Deathloop. You are doing the written review for the site. Yep. And please be sure to go check that out now as of when this video goes live. Uh, well, I, I've just put you in the corner there, haven't I? Yeah, Matt's, yeah, well, Matt's going to hit embargo, yeah, I'm sure. It'll be done. Um, hopefully we'll have a player two plays out for you in the imminent future as well. But this review conversation is just where we're going to kind of break down some thoughts on the game. So as I said, we both got ourselves a copy of the game. Again, thank you to everyone involved for making that happen. I've only put a little bit of time into it so far. I've just been kind of chockers with other other games and titles that we're covering as well. Um, so while you were taking the lead, I've, I've probably put an hour or two in so far, but yep. you're the authority in this thing. What do you think uh, at kind of the surface level first and foremost? Like the first impressions of this game are very much arcane. Like... Yep. Arcane's fingerprints are all over this. If you enjoyed Dishonored, if you enjoyed Prey, you can probably skip the reviews and just go and get it now. Um, so that interests me, actually, because I haven't gotten into Arcane in the past. Yeah. Uh, Prey, so, Prey, I haven't actually tried, to, the, okay. uh, to be fair. I've got it, but I haven't gotten around to trying it. But um, Dishonored was, the, I guess, the one that I, in my head, I connected this most to. Obviously, there's some, some significant differences, but... Yeah that's what I connected it to first and foremost and that worried me because I just I couldn't get into Dishonored for whatever reason it was almost like there was too much choice in Dishonored and that just kind of put me off a little bit like just give me a little bit more guidance and maybe no surprise I'm a <laughs> fan of fairly linear games you know the, the PlayStation yeah 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 absolutely um, I, I can see that with Dishonored too because Dishonored's very open-ended and very amb- ambiguous on how you approach things and, and leaves it up to you uh, pretty well whereas whereas this is probably the big difference between the two in Deathloop Deathloop despite it kind of having these um, trappings of a roguelike in that you repeat a day cycle it's actually quite guided um, yeah. so yeah, I like seeing the the objectives pop up I'm like oh yeah. okay cool I'll go off and do this now and then I'll go off and do this and so you're works. quite free to roam around and investigate and you will find cool things and you'll find new leads to solve mysteries if you do that but if you don't want to do that if you just want to run through um like a story game you can because the game gives you the guidance to do that so it'll point you point you in the right direction every time you need to be pointed so yeah it does that really well and and i was the biggest worry i had for this was it was going to be too uh kind of too ambiguous too kind of high thinking sort of puzzle game that that doesn't really guide it in its own way but it's not at all it's really really well put together if you want to play it uh free form and just run through the day and find what you can do and kill the the bad guys that you need to kill you can do that you probably won't finish the game though you will need to follow guidance at some point um but you'll find a whole bunch of cool stuff in the process and, um, you know, really get a handle on the combat. And the, and the combat and the powers is where Dishonored, the Dishonored comparisons come in. Uh, very much feels like Dishonored in combat and movement, um, especially once you gain a few abilities and things like that. It, it really does um, harken back to that more Dishonored 2, 
but with a definitely with more action bent than yeah. and less of a focus on stealth. It's still important, um, but you can definitely go the all-action route. You can just blast easier. your way through. Yeah, much easier in, in this game than you could have in Dishonored or Dishonored 2. Yeah, you're, certainly, you're still not a battering ram. Um, no, like, no. Th- there's a few scenarios now. I, admittedly, we've like I said, I've only played like an hour or two yet and outside of a, a story-driven death at the very beginning of the game. I haven't died mm. yet. Um, mm. uh, even with the, the, you know, the two revivals that you can get, Per run, like I haven't, I haven't had any of that yet. Like, but I've gotten myself into some ugly situations. I, I've had to like run away from, or I've you know, had, or I've been very, very lucky to have blasted my way out successfully. Like, it's, um, yeah, you're not a battering ram. Like, you still need to play strategically. You still need to utilize the skill set that you've got, the growing skill set that you'll get, um, the, you know, quite cool range of, of arsenal that you've got up your disposal. You can obviously uh, dual we- like rock dual weapons at the same time if you want. There's, there's pros and cons to doing that. Like they've, they've, Everything feels really balanced and really quite good on the gameplay side. It was really that one kind of, I guess, the way they signposted things, that kind of the absence of that in Dishonored that was a little bit of a put... Uh, put uh, sorry. It put me off a little bit. Yeah. Uh, that they've... I'm not going to say rectified because I understand that a lot of people love it in there, but they've included it in this and that's what's yep. really got me in the door. So I'm, I'm pretty happy with the time I've spent so far. Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, what this game does really well especially where combat's concerned like you said you do need to think strategically and taking into account your powers and your environment is super important to being successful um there's one instance where you gate crash this party uh looking for one of the important figures that you're supposed to knock off um and there's heaps of people there there's heaps of people and you could sneak in and find him um but they're all wearing the same masks, so you kind of have to listen to people conversations and things like that to work out which one is the actual guy you need to take out. So that's the option there. Or you can simply go in guns blazing and get everyone uh, and just kill everyone because death has no consequence in this game due to the story that at the end of the day, you wake up again and the day starts over again. Go all over. Uh, so um, there's, there's none of that kind of moral ambiguity of killing people because you're not really killing them. They're yeah. just going to be back. back the next day. Um, so I, I've done that scenario a couple of times during my time with the game um, for different reasons, and I'll try to avoid spoilers because it is quite a cool story. Yeah. Um, so one instance I did do the sneaky route and listened and found, found the guy. Um, that was the first time I went through. And I found myself playing very much like Dishonored initially because of the feel was so much. So I was overly focusing on stealth i think until you realized that you didn't have to until i didn't didn't have to yeah and so the second time i ran through i i hacked a couple of turrets and placed them just inside the area and set them all off at once and fired one shot and watched all the enemies come running out into this kind of turret of gunfire from three different turrets all around the door you're a monster but that's cool (laughs) i like it it was, you know, so that's the sort of options you've got there. And I just watched as all these people ran out because they heard the noise. And you got about seven of them without even blinking just because they all ran out to, to try and get me. Uh, and the rest were easy pickings after that. So, you know, you've Very got... Very clever. I like it. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's a whole bunch of cool ways to approach these things. And as you get to know, because you're playing the same four areas um, over four different time periods in each day... You really get to know them. You get to know the maps inside out and that's really important for this game um i was worried it was going to feel a little sparse in content because you've only got these four areas but they do change significantly enough from time period to time period that 
you know, morning to night, there is a significant difference to what's happening in that area. Yeah. Uh, for example, the main area, the, the first area you go in where, where Cole's apart, Colt's apartment is, in the morning is fairly quiet. Um, there's a few people around. You can sneak in pretty easily. But come nighttime, there's, there's a concert going on. So there's hundreds of people. They're all there to watch the fireworks display. So you've got to take the approach differently. Yeah, um, it's quite cool. Yeah, so and then the scientist, the the scientific compound in the morning is is quite full of people, whereas at night there's only one person there, and but there's a whole bunch of traps laid out instead, you know, to catch you unawares. So there's a lot of thought gone into these environments, and they're incredibly well designed, uh, and really encourage people to just get to know them and explore every nook and cranny because there is advantages to be found by knowing that map really well. Oh, I mean, there's, yeah, there's lots of, you know, uh, kind of obscured pathways and those sorts of things. Like, even as I entered one of the one of the other regions for the first time, I just noticed that there was, you know, a, a crate, or like a, um, you know, timber slats just kind of laying across yep. something. I'm like, oh, hang on, I reckon I can break them. Kick those, there's a door behind it with a doorbell. I'm like, all right, like, I can't get in there now, but I'm aware yeah. of this and, uh, like, that's going to connect to something and then I'll have that probably as a way to get out through as I'm escaping someone later or... <laughs> Or maybe it ends up being a shortcut. I'm like, okay, I can see all of these threads that are that are there, and at the moment they're all just kind of loose and hanging. But I'll be able to connect these up as I explore yeah, and as I um, improve my just my knowledge of the, the the environment, but also you know bringing my skill set with me that's developed and enhanced and improved as I've found things and progressed further into the game. So they've done a really good job in that space. Like, and how I can already see that now. And I haven't had to really entertain good. it yet. Yeah, they they bring in. Um, because obviously the goal, if you don't know, the goal is to take out these eight visionaries um, in one day. That's that's how you break the time loop. Um, so you've got eight people to kill in one day. But the trick is to try and get, you know, two or three of them in the same spot at the same time so you, yeah. can, you can actually achieve that. You could go through and kill four quite easily because you can do one in each time period that's that's not too hard it's the trick about finding where they're actually going to be or setting up events in the morning that will lead them to come together at night you know and that and that's how this story kind of works together and i was really really concerned about how they would pull that together because it is quite the difficult concept like i can imagine their uh flow charts on the big whiteboard at oh yeah at, and Arcane would have been insane, but they've done it. Like they've done it really well. And I've, I finished the game yesterday. Well, I I think there's more than one ending. Uh, I can't say that for sure, but that's what it feels like based on on what happened. Yeah. Um. And how it all satisfying comes ending by the way. Yeah, very. Yeah. Very. Yeah. I thought it was really good. Um. And and you kind of get tastes and hints of what's going on as you play and things especially your conversations with Joanna who's one of the eight visionaries yep but she's also your rival um so oh, she uh, basically Ju Juliana 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 yep. not Joanna yeah um so she she'll just turn up at random um you'll yeah be that hasn't happened to me yet but it's been intimidating like just the 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 fact that I know that's a thing that can happen has me on edge as I'm moving through the environment. Yeah, and so you'll be walking around and all of a sudden you'll see like Juliana's come in and your doorway out of the area is locked. Um, so the only way to get out of the area with Juliana around is to hack the radar. And you go to hack the radar and you can almost guarantee Juliana's hiding somewhere near the radar waiting for you. And she Knowing has that different... that's what you're going to do. Yeah. She's got different powers each time she focuses 
bases yeah, you right. to. So sometimes you'll have the invisibility power and you've just got to watch for this kind of purple shimmer. Um, other times you'll have the blink power, or what it's called, slip, I think, in this one. But yeah, essentially blink from Dishonored where you can just kind of teleport yourself oh, forward. No or, <laughs> you know, and, and she'll have different guns. And But killing her is really, you get a really good reward and, and, and cool weapons and things like that that you can excuse me, infused so they can keep coming with you each run. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, like I said, I haven't had to deal with Juliana yet. And I guess there's, like, even from the main menu, there's that opportunity to break the break the loop or what's it, Protect what's the loop. called? Yeah. Um, have you have you dabbled in that? So yeah, I had is, a quick Is that kind game, of where the multiplayer kicks in and you can... That is the multiplayer. Yeah, so and you assume you, the role of Juliana and try and take people out while they're playing? You try and take Colt out, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the, the main purpose of that. So you become this kind of assassin looking for cult. Um, but you can kind of do things to uh, draw cult out a bit more, you know, and try and trick him in. You can you can convince other... You can work events so other of the visionaries end up in the open and kind of act as bait for cult. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it becomes tempting because when you're playing, those visionaries are your goal. And yeah. so if you get notification there's a visionary around you kind of end up beelining towards them because not only are you supposed to kill them to finish the game, but they, they give you the best powers and all and the all kind of mystic. Too. Yeah, so yeah. So, and you, you see them pop up and you go, all right, I'll run over there. And then all of a sudden, Ju- Juliana's there waiting for you and um, she hits the fan pretty good. But it's super satisfying when that happens and you, and you get away with it. It's, it all becomes like everything's planned, everything's stealthy, you're moving through the level. <laughs> it's all gone to shit. <laughs> and then, but then if you can come out the other end despite yeah. all that, yeah, yeah. Satisfaction. That's kind of cool. Um, and so the, the cults in those scenarios when you are, like, there are other people playing the game. Is that right? Yeah. 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 Other but people playing when, the game. When you're, in so. the, when you're in the break the break the loop mode, that's just an AI controlled Juliana. No. Well, you can actually set the game to allow friends or anyone in the public to take control right. of Juliana. Okay. Yeah. Um, or you can play just single player. They're, they're options up to you. Um, I obviously have only played against the AI Juliana at this point. Um, I do Very want to try it out though. Yeah. yeah, and it's been a harder to get a game. So, but I imagine people are going to have a lot of fun with that. I think it's going to be good tormenting your friends, especially if you can see your oh. friends jump on and you see that their um, left friends open to jump in. It'd be hard to resist to not Go jump in. Troll a little bit. <laughs> yeah, or at least, yeah, or at least put, you know, throw a cat amongst the pigeons. Yeah, that's it. Um. I guess, though, on the flip side, you could also, if you're assuming that role, you could also, you could go in and try and take them out, but if you're jumping into a friend's game, you could jump in and potentially even help them if need be? I'm not sure how that would... Oh, I mean, I guess you could. Like, if you if you two were actually... Yeah. You, know, you and you and I say we're working together and I, you, you've got something in mind and I jump in as Juliana, like... Yeah, I, I, could, I could see that. I could help you, I guess. Like, that kind of defeats the purpose of what you're supposed to be doing, but... Yep. You could you could play it. That I, way I if can you see that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there's nothing to stop Juliana killing everyone in the whole map, you know. So <laughs> you could you could make life very easy for someone. That's a, that's a quick and easy game finisher. If uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if you're crafty enough, go you, on. You just... won't you won't ever get those instances though where you'll be able to organise all the visionaries because to to win the game, Juliana's one of the visionaries you have to beat. So. That's right. Yeah. Three opportunities to round up the other seven, and then get Juliana to jump in at the end, and boom! <laughs> just stand, just stand right there. I'm going to shoot you. Yeah, that's it. Done. Um, is there anything that's not necessarily floated your boat that you've experienced so far? 
Um, I mean, I've I only think... played a little bit. I haven't dealt with any bugs or anything like that. It seems like a really clean, polished experience, which is certainly a concern that I've had for a lot of games going into like that have been releasing in this you know, kind of Over pandemic the age, yeah. where they're not necessarily getting perhaps the amount of time and and even their the, their processes they'd normally follow to go through and clean these things up through QA and all that sort of stuff are a little bit disjointed at the moment. So I haven't noticed anything myself. But... Major, I, I came across one little glitch where occasionally my rifle doesn't reload. Oh, okay. Um, and then it's so you press reload and it looks like it goes through the reload animation, but it actually hasn't reloaded. And that happened very rarely. Yeah. Okay. Like it might have happened three or four times in my entire gameplay. Yeah, okay, that's pretty So and I figured it's probably just going to get picked up in a in a, in the launch patch. To be honest. Yep. Um. But yeah, apart from that, it is a super polished game. Like, arcane artisans almost when it comes to like character design and level design and and everything looks super polished. Um, I love the kind of seventies black exploitation sort of style they've gone with. Um, it's 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 all very tongue in cheek. The conversations that cult has with uh juliana at the start of each run are hilarious sometimes yeah i've enjoyed those so far yeah and and honestly it's the best use of the the ps5 mic that i've come across in the in the uh controller as in how she talks to you and it comes out of the speaker yeah and how and also other um tapes and things like that come out of the speaker in the in the um controller that actually caught me uh, caught me off though while i was playing because i tend to have the volume on this thing down really low like, oh okay yeah you know 10 percent sort of thing and so i was i was kind of running through the world and i like i was playing through this setup so even though i had headphones on this is actually plugged into my computer's mic so it wasn't like i was using a separate set that was connected mm. directly to the playstation so it didn't recognize that um and i'm kind of you know running through the world or whatever and then i see subtitles with juliana popping up at the bottom there and i wasn't hearing anything like what's what's going on here and yeah. then I just you know knock this off just a little bit and all of a sudden realised it was coming through the through the speaker so I crank that up and listen yeah. to it and it's it's pretty entertaining like, yeah it's, it's, and, it's, and how it's implemented is, is really well like a lot of the times I find some of the things like that uh, are gimmicky uh, you know I don't think very many developers have used the PS4 and PS5 kind of speaker well yeah um and I think this is a really good use of it and it's done really well and it adds it adds to the game it actually feels like you know she's in your ear on a little he's chirping you know, away walkie talkie yeah. chirping away at you instead of part of the game environment and it, yeah. it actually adds a lot to it so um, I really really appreciate that um, the uh, haptic sense triggers worked really well in this game yeah. too yeah they which well. is a concern in first person shooters um, from my experience with stuff I figured Sony would make sure they would work in this instance being a an exclusive but you know some of the third party first person shooters those triggers haven't been great um uh, on on the on the dual sense controller but here they worked really well they they gave the right amount of feedback without ever getting tiring or annoying or in the road at all um yeah so yeah the, i think uh, that arcane have done a really good job with the hardware um I'm, I'm hearing the PC version requires a fairly beasty PC. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, I can see that. Uh, I'm, I'm. I might have concerns. I think there's there's a PS4 version, right? No, no, just PS5. No, just PC. PS5. No, okay, okay, yeah, no that, that makes sense. Yeah, because I would really have concerns about a PS4 version running at any sort of reasonable frame rate without exploding. Um, so PlayStation 5's first 
real proper true exclusive you're trying to say into on the technological front obviously there's ratchet and demon souls yeah. but is you saying this is maybe the first one that's really doing stuff that last gen i just think could- so yeah and and definitely the if you're running i i played it mostly in because it's not a game that requires kind of split second action i played it in the 30 30 frames ray tracing yeah, okay. um it's it's a really good looking game uh it does look I, great I, I'm a yeah, it's big, got its own style, but it's it looks great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a big ray tracing guy. I really enjoy what it adds, but I don't I don't like it if the ray tracing takes you away from the game or, or yeah. reduces the frame rate. But 30 smooth is fine for this game. Um, you can run it at 60 without the ray tracing um, if you want, um, but I didn't notice too much of a difference in in yeah, with you. gameplay. Yeah, um, I mean, so it, it I enjoyed fantastic. It with that. Yeah, so I need I need to at this point. I've been playing it here on my you know my monitors, which aren't. You know, they're not 4K ones, but I've got the yeah, 4K yeah. TV in the house, and I would very much like to plug it into that and just see how this thing looks when it's you know cranked up to 11. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the game looks great. Sound, yeah, and sounds great. Obviously, the control thing, the implementation you talked about before. Once I worked out what the hell was going on, that it was actually yeah. coming <laughs> coming from the controller, which it shouldn't have fooled me for as long as it did because I've played plenty of games that have done it on the PS4. Mm. As you said, not necessarily have they all worked overly well, but I'm I'm familiar with yeah. the concept, so it shouldn't have caught me off guard that it was coming out of the dual sense here. But um, no, like that—that that was implemented really well. And even just you know the little things, like the sound effects as you're crunching through the environment a little bit, you're hearing you know that underfoot. Which, you know, knowing what I know about Dishonored and the way they've gone in the past, like I figured you know every little sound is something that could be picked up on. So I'm conscious of the noise that I'm making and um, yeah, yeah. But every, you know the pop as you as you're shooting it all. It all just works. Like they've all the effects that those layers of immersion that they're adding, like they all work and have been imp- uh, executed really well. And that, and they never feel like it's it's just gameplay for gameplay's sake yeah like it all, it all has a piece in the puzzle that is yeah. Deathloop um it's very considered uh it's, it's a good way to describe it Every everything you do is considered everything you can do has been considered I don't think there's going to be like a lot of times you hear stories of devs going I, I'm not sure I, I never expected players to do this with my game yeah. I don't think that's going to that's be That's not the case. an issue with these sorts of games this, for them. Deathloop. I think Arkane have absolutely thought about what everyone's going to do. Look, there'll, there'll, be, there'll be some weird exceptions to the rule for the most oh, part. Absolutely. Because, uh, I mean, you know, think about Breath of the Wild and everything. Like people, Nintendo just opened it up for everyone to do what they what yeah. they could and, and even then was still astounded. And I think that's probably a similar sort of story here where they've, they've provided everyone with the tools and yeah. they've got probably 90% of what people could do yeah, yeah. Accounted for, but there's going to be that ten percent that is just going to blow some minds, and I can't wait to comb through YouTube and see how someone's oh, managed to. The way the powers will combine in this game, um, you know, and the way some people think about things that come at, come at things from a different angle. Yeah. Um, I would like to see someone that hasn't played Dishonored approach these powers for the first time because. You know, a lot of the powers in the game are from Dishonored. There's the blink teleport one. There's the chain one where you can um, would damage you do to one person will chain on to the, the next yep, few yeah, people. Yeah. So if you get a headshot on one person, all three die. Pop, pop, pop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they're, they're from Dishonored. So they, you know, I, I immediately knew what I was doing with those. But I played it like, like I said earlier, like I would have Dishonored because I, that's how I use those tools in that game. Yeah. I, I, it'd be really interesting to see someone that Apply hasn't got any history. Way. Yeah, think think about them in a new way in this game's context without having that history with Arcane. Right. I think I think it'd be very interesting. Yeah, no, I mean, 
I'm pretty close to that. Like, but I have, but I have messed around with Dishonored a little bit, so I do yeah. understand some of those basics. So yeah, someone who's completely clean slate, never played yeah. one of these games before. I guess yeah, it would be quite interesting without that, you know, that prior knowledge. Any closing thoughts at all before we wrap this one up? Um, I think this is a real winner, and um, I, I had reservations about it. I thought there was there was some potential pitfalls in, in the pre-release stuff that I'd seen for it. And they seem so to have avoided all of them. Yeah, there was lots. <laughs> so much. It went for a long time. Like, it got delayed, like, what, four times, I think. But, yeah, it, it's it's really good. They've managed to avoid all those pitfalls. And and there's definitely that, like I said, that arcane flavor to it. So if, if this, it, it feels, the combat feels like an arcane game, um, it's a very unique feeling sort of first-person yeah. series. So there are going to be people that bounce off it just for that reason. Yeah. Um, oh, it's not going to be for everyone. No, but I think it's it's the best game they've made as a, a complete experience. Oh, I, fantastic. I, I uh, honestly feel that Dishonored 2 I loved. Dishonored 1 I struggled a bit with. Dishonored 2 took it to the next level and I really enjoyed. Um, I really enjoyed Prey, but it kind of had this dead part at the end of it, which was... Yeah, so was the like ending pop- was pretty lacklustre. It was like five hours too long, you know? Yeah. Um, it was a 20-hour game that should have been a 15-hour game. And that kind of dragged. But this is tight. And we I don't talk felt... about Wolfenstein Youngblood. <laughs> no, no. That that was an experiment, sort of, yeah. of a B-team sort of thing. But I think this is their most complete game from start awesome. to finish that never feels like your time's wasted, never feels like they're just dragging things out for the sake of game time. Everything has a purpose. Everything feels considered. Um, and it's all put together wonderfully. So, yeah, really, really well done. Yeah, great to hear. All right, well, we'll wrap things up there. That is Deathloop. The game is available tomorrow as, tomorrow, of, when, uh, as yes. of when we record this and when this goes live. So, uh, yeah, you can go pick it up on PS5 and PC tomorrow. Uh, again, thank you to Power Up PR. Thank you to Bethesda. Everyone that's helped uh, get our, helped us get our hands on this uh, copy of the game. You can go check out Matt's review on the website, player2.net.au. You'll find a let's play, uh, sorry, like a play, let's play, a player two plays up on the the YouTube channel as well. So if you're catching this on podcast feeds, jump across to both the both YouTube and the website to catch up on all that content as well. Um, that's about it, Matt. Yeah. Uh, if people want to catch up with what you're up to, where should they go? Huso eighty one on Twitter, but also obviously player two AU. It's uh, I float between the two. Yeah. If, if it's something with swear words in it, it's probably under me, not under yeah. Player 2. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, Paul James Games for me. And again, everyone, thank you for tuning in. That was Deathloop. Uh, again, the game is out tomorrow. So if you like what you've heard, if you've liked what you've seen through Matt's review or the, the Player 2 plays, consider picking it up. Uh, Matt's saying it looks like it's the first real proper PS5 game. So I, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Ratchet and that, you know, Ratchet. and But I think Ratchet did a lot of good things had been done before but it's just done better i think i think deathloop's really using the hardware well awesome everyone go pick it up thank you very much for watching we'll see you later